Good morning everyone. It's good to see you. And if I may ask, how was your week? Cool. <laughs> it's good to be busy. It's good to see you and um, you are very welcome. This morning we are going to look, like I, in the beginning I have to make sure that it's a very, very short message. Very, very short message. And um, we are going to look at working out your salvation. And the Bible passage is on the book of Philippians. The book of Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2 from verse 12 to 16. 2, 12, 16. It says, Therefore, my beloved, you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Walk out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God's work in you, both to will and to do, for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God, without fault, in the midst of crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as light in the world holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labor in vain. Praise the Lord. Father, Lord, I thank you this morning. Thank you we are able to assemble here, to come before thy throne of grace, to worship and to praise your name. Father, We've come to hear from you. Speak to us. In the language and accent, we'll understand. Blessed be your name. Amen. Looking at the passage and the topic, it looks very hard to understand as one, asking one who is already saved by the grace of God to work out his salvation. Now the question is, is salvation by work? Absolutely not, not at all. However, in this passage, Paul did not say Walk out your salvation, but walk out. He said, he did not say, walk out your salvation at all. He said, walk for your salvation. That's what it means. Because as you cannot walk out your salvation. It's not possible. It's not something you can do by your strength, by your power, by your understanding. It is something that is divine, something that comes from God, from Christ himself. 
It is a gift. Not that you merit it or in any way work for it. You can't work out your salvation. So is work for your salvation. If I may use um, a narrative, a student who gained admission, or rather admitted into a university, he does not need to do anything else to be admitted. But he must work out his admission by putting vigorous and consistent effort to ensure he graduates with good grades. That is where the work is. He's already admitted. He can no longer work to be admitted. But he has to work in order to obtain the grade. And this is exactly what Paul is saying. You do not work for your salvation. It is a gift of God purchased for you by, cross, by, by Christ on the cross. It's already done. Now, what does it take to work out your, uh, your salvation? First, it takes understanding of its implications. To be saved, to receive a brand new life, only on a decision to give up your own life. You gain new life but you have to give up the old one. It's not possible to marry the two. You cannot keep the old life and expect to live the, the new life. That is where the work is. You have to put out the old life and take on the new life. And until you give up your old sinful life, repent, and invite Jesus to come into your life, and Christ comes in, there is no salvation. Salvation is Christ in you after genuine repentance from your sin. When this new life is received, then the work begins. Another example, a woman that gives birth to a child begins the actual work after the baby is delivered. If the, woman, if the woman fails to do this important work on the baby, the child or the baby will die after, after a while. Spiritual life is the same way. It, it is worked out after birth, else it dies. Jesus said to the church in, in, in Sardis, Revelation chapter, one, chapter 3, verse 1, he said, you have a name of being alive, but you are dead. You have a name of being alive, but you are dead, which means life is not there. It's just a pretense. The actual life is not there. The implication of salvation is beginning a new life, different from the one you were born into. Hence, 
it starts you afresh as a newborn baby. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. You start learning the way of salvation. You start learning the, the way of the new life and by living by it. That is working out. And it has to be deliberate and intentional. It is an activity that if you fail to engage in, the new life will not survive. If you take this for granted, you might disappoint yourself. There are many Christians today using the pattern of the flesh to live life in the spirit. That will never work. You cannot follow the way of the flesh and end up in the kingdom of God. It's impossible. You must work out your salvation with fear and trembling by seeking to be discipled to walk the kingdom way and pursue the kingdom agenda as a life project. That is the work that proves you have received the new life. It, is, it, is this what you are doing? Is it what is your life? If not, please do so. Many are making empty claims. They receive Christ but are living in the flesh. Romans chapter 8 verse 8. No effort to work out their salvation. It is risky. Now what actions are we to take? Ask yourself, what personal steps must I take to work out my salvation? then take those steps deliberately. First is prayer. Oh Lord, teach me what it means to work out my salvation. That, is, that should be your prayer. Asking God to reveal to you what it takes to work out your salvation. O oh Lord, grant me understanding of the way and pattern of the new life. That should be your request. It is something that you don't know, but God knows. He has answer and solution to everything. Ask, he will reveal to you. What is it that is challenging your life? Ask God to reveal this to you. Or as you encounter this, Commit it into God's hand. He's able, just like we sang this morning, God is able to do all things. There is nothing impossible. Nothing impossible before God. That situation that you think that there is no solution, God has no solution. God has solution for it. But the question is, have you asked? Have you seek his answer? Have you seek his face in it? Or do you intend to work it out by yourself? Sometimes like men, we believe we are strong enough. We can do all things. Even we are ashamed to ask for help. In God's presence, 
There is nothing like that. Ask him. He's the overall giver. Ask him. He's the overall healer. He worked with the doctors, the physicians. He gave them the knowledge. Ask him. Commit your health. Commit your life into his hand. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will see you through. That door that is closed and seems that no one will open it, with God, it will be open and remain even ajar for you. There is nothing impossible before him. There is nothing he cannot do. We need to lay it all before him. Psalm 55, verse 22 says, Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn, and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Praise the Lord. Father Lord, we thank you this morning for this word of exhortations. I pray, Father, and ask you to please help us to understand that there is nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing impossible before thee. Help us to understand that you are the creator of the whole universe and everything therein. Help us to understand that you created all things, but you were not created by any. Help us to understand that you have solution to all things, to every question. Help us to understand that our life and our health are all in your hands. Therefore, heal us of all our infirmities. Father, direct us, O Lord. Pattern our steps. May the Christ in us lead us and guide us. May your name be glorified. May your grace be sufficient unto us. Blessed be your name. Amen. So we are going to the second um, or the last uh, stage, which is prayer. 
like um, Brian have already said, are you going to lead it? You're going to lead the prayers? Okay. Like he said already, whatever, you, whatever is your problems, whatever is your challenges, whatever is your health situation, whatever you feel like, just whatever the Lord laid on your heart, please, if you want to share, the platform is open. You are free. But in the end, we need to pray. Commit everything into God's hand. And he will lead you and guide you in Jesus' name. Amen.